Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas and surrounding areas. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Whiteford Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saga Talk on Sunday, Gregory Muncy on 92.7 The Van and streaming on our mobile app at 92.7thevan.com. Sunday. <laughs> this is Saga Talk on Sunday. Gregory Muncy here on the Lakeshores 92.7 The Band. Thank you for joining us this morning, our special morning here. It's kicking off my birthday week. That's right. I've got cake. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. That's my little co-host. Yeah, wait until we get the disco ball down. Okay. I've got lots hey, of announcements. thanks for saying little co-host. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we've got um, we've got Bloody Marys on board. We've also got a delicious cake uh, that Krista Winteringham got me from Brass Anchor. It's uh, from Reiki's Bakery. Ooh, Best around. Can't wait to cut into that. Um, yeah, you know, we do this every Sunday morning here, high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. And I'd like to thank our sponsors, of course, the Interurban, your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. Give them a call at 269-857-1418. Tell them Greg sent you. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where I'll be working uh, my little tail off this week and next week with Gene as we prepare for one of our biggest holidays coming up, Valentine's Day. Original, creative design for any occasion, not just Valentine's Day, uh, just because. Give us a call there at 269-857-2963. Of course, you can go to our website at backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. She's Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. Give her a call at 269-857-1477 or visit millpondrealty.com. Also, check out their rentals page. We manage about 70 rentals here in the Sagatuck Douglas area, as far south as Casco Township and uh, all throughout the area. Um, uh, so check out our rentals as you're thinking about your vacation getaways. Also, I'd like to thank our truly unique one-of-a-kind store here in town with fabulous finds for all occasions located at 318 Butler Street. That's right. I'm talking about it is what it is. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town open year-round. Hey, go to their website at shopwhatitis.com. Of course, you can call them at 269-857-8100. Finally, let's welcome our newest sponsor, Whiteford Wealth Management. Meet the team at Whiteford Wealth Management, where each team member is focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings or your retirement portfolio. They're located at 404 Broadway in South Haven. Visit their website at Wealth 
whitefordwealth.com. Of course, you can call Kevin Whiteford over there at 269-637-4400. like to get them on the show soon since they're our newest sponsor. I'd also like to thank our producer. He's over there at the station queuing everything up for us there in Holland so we can do this uh, live here in downtown Saugatuck. And I want to let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927theband.com so you can listen anytime. Also visit our Facebook page at Saugatuck on Sunday where I just posted a lovely picture of my cake and our, um, and our Bloody Marys that, and, uh, that we've got uh, uh, stacked up here. I, I got the little hors d'oeuvres, little ham sandwich there along with something. the hors d'oeuvres. It is something. Uh, it's just after 7 a.m. here. It's a cool 60 or 36 degrees. I was going to say 63 degrees. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Seek <laughs> <laughs> my own numbers and expect today's high to reach around 37. We consider that actually balmy for this time of year. We're kind of enjoying the break from that winter cold snap that we just had. This morning we have a lot to talk about. We're gonna. It's all about foodies and food. And not, right now is the time we think about comfort food and all those great things. So we're going to have American Spoon on. They've got a great sale going on and lots of stuff going on. It's been a while since they've been on the show. They've also provided the Bloody Mary mix that Ooh. we are that we are indulging in today. Um, we're at seven at the uh, eight o'clock hour. We will have uh, Chef. Christopher LaBelle from the Kirby House, which is reopening for the season on February 9th. They took a little break, so we're going to get caught up with everything new there at J. Paul's uh, Dining Room. And then finally, we're going to have Grow. That's right, Grow, the restaurant here in downtown Saugatuck. Alec and Lindsay Pateliner, um, they uh, actually did a, a big dinner yesterday at Fenville, a tasting dinner at Fenville Winery. So we're going to oh, find cool. out about that. We're going to find out all about uh, all about their fun and what they have plans for this year. But before we go any further, let's get that disco ball down. Woo! And let her work the runway. Oh, yeah. Look who's back, everybody. I love it here. Thanks for having me back. It's Jules. It sounds like it's the Oral Delights episode. It, yes, it is. It, it, it is a, yeah, it is a Oral des- Delight. Yes, here. yes. Um, and uh, yeah, you noticed uh, we went all out with our Bloody Marys. You did go all out. Uh-huh, yep. It um, is beautiful. Got, uh, it, it, they're stacked with olives and... Cheese and uh, pickles, pickles and, and sausage, sausage, and celery, and celery. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a whole meal right there, right it's there. A piece so of art. We've got bloody mirrors. If you're listening to the show, stop on by, grab a piece of birthday cake and uh, and uh, celebrate our birthday with us. That would be fun. Our door is open. Oh my gosh! So you know, sometimes you know Tammy or her husband from yeah. the. Uh, from the inn over there, Rosemont, they'll stop by. So maybe, maybe if they're listening, if you yeah, want to have an early Bloody awesome. Mary with us, or come join us. Yeah, great. Um, welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Uh, happy birthday week to you. Well, thank That's you. Exciting. You know, I had a hard time embracing it because I had friends that took me out to dinner Friday. Uh, CJ, Kimberly, and um, uh, 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 Krista, Krista Winter again. Okay. And she owns Brass Anchor. And uh, and they uh, got me this cake here. And it's so beautiful. It is. I thought I should save it for the show. And so. it's delicious. Yeah, it's by Reiki's. Yes, that's so great. Yeah. And, you know, I, I decided to embrace it. I'm the kind of person, like, my birthday's only on one day. Right. And you I'm hate not, the attention. I do. Yes. We um, all know. I mean, let's be honest. I love attention. I know. You're an attention but whore. But when it comes to my birthday, it's just one day. But these people, they do, oh, it's my birthday week. It's my birthday month. Stop it. It's one day. 
Give it up. But I, I finally gave in and decided, yes, we will celebrate throughout the week. Fantastic. So I am accepting gifts all oh, week long. Oh, good. That's good. And he has an open door policy, so <laughs> it works out perfect. <laughs> Drop them at the door. <laughs> Just drop them at the door. Um, uh, but uh, uh, it's been quite a week for me. Uh, how has your week been? I had a good week. Actually, I flew to Florida last weekend because it was my birthday, and I wanted some sunshine for my birthday. So my daughter and I flew to Florida so I could have a little day of sunshine. So it was perfect. Well, happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Thanks. you. If anybody wants to get me a ticket to Florida, I am willing to go down there. The and sun is shining. Plenty of sunshine in Florida. Uh, my so birthday is actually nice. on Tuesday. There you go. I'll be 53. Nice. I was 35 when I moved here. Were you? Yeah. Uh-huh. A little transfiction of yeah, numbers there. And look at how look how far you come. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're on the city council. You have a radio show. I know. Everybody knows and loves you. Uh, what's and next? Who I, knows? I don't know. It's kind of exciting to see Stay what's tuned. next, isn't it? I had an interesting week. I went to uh, my uh, – we had a rerun last week because okay. I was on the east side of the state. I went to my 35-year class reunion. Ooh, did you? Yes. I've never gone to one. In a small little farming community. Yeah. Was uh-huh. it fun? It was. I was glad to go. It was good to see Lori, my friend Lori. Lori and Scott, oh, yeah. we okay. met up uh, beforehand, and we had uh, we had dinner at uh, Sibley Gardens, which is uh, a uh, famous Italian restaurant, which is downriver, south of Detroit. Cool. And uh, really enjoyed our time there. We were probably sat there for about four hours oh, wow. before it was almost 7 o'clock, time yeah. to go to the uh, reunion. And uh, yeah, had a good time. It was nice to meet a bunch of people, a bunch of folks, and and uh, and see and see some of the... The cheerleaders that reminded me how I teased them in school. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, I reminded them how they teased me as well. Right. There you, know, you go. It goes both ways. It's a tit you know? for tat. Right. Exactly. Did a lot of people show up? I would have say, a good you know, we had a class of 87 and oh, 88. Wow. Okay. Um, so there were two classes. And because we were such a small school, uh, we were even smaller than, uh, well, about the same size as uh, uh, Sagatar. Oh, okay. And so um, I would say there were about 30, 40 people. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm surprised the people that had passed. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. yeah, it, yeah, it is. Uh, they started making a little memorial area with pictures of people who had passed, and then they realized it was kind of morbid to do that, so they kind of stopped. stopped. But it went to a point where there were uh, probably at least twenty of our classes. Really? Party Holy cow! Yeah, well, between the two classes. Yeah, yeah. Still though. I know. It's a lot. I know. Wow! Makes yeah. you grateful for every day we have, doesn't it, does. it, Gregory? It does. It does. Yes. Um, interesting. On the way back, uh, drove back uh, home, uh, and I'm going down uh, uh, I-96. I'm uh, close to uh, Hudsonville, the 32-mile uh, exit. Close to home. Yeah, uh-huh. and there by the uh, Chevrolet, Todd Wenzel. And uh, so I'm driving, 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 and all of a sudden, I have no power in the Jeep. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. So I had a split decision, either get off the highway or think that I can try to get to the next exit. Right. Well, I got off the highway good, right away. Good choice. Yeah. And the car went perfectly, just cruised right to the end of the exit ramp and stopped. I had no power. Oh, nothing. my gosh. It wasn't doing anything. Uh, the engine was on, but huh. the transmission had dropped. Oh, my goodness. So, Couple choice words coming out of your mouth, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. And uh, so I uh, sat there. I uh, called tow service. Um, I, I talked. I called everybody that I knew because, you know, I'm like, what do I do? Right. Yeah. I, I'm not very mechanically inclined. Um, so I called uh, tow service. I called my insurance agent, um, Ingrid, over there at uh, Safe Harbor Insurance, where yep. I have auto owners. 
And uh, she gave me a lot of good advice. I called a couple of my friends who gave me some good advice. CJ came out to my rescue. Aww. And uh, picked me up. And we had date night. We went to McDonald's. Nice. While we waited for the tow truck. Good. And, uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's uh, little Leatris, as I've named him, my little white Jeep. He's over at um, uh, Eileen's right now. So, oh, okay. So uh, uh, Dave's going to take good care of him. Yes, so, they do good work there. So he'll do that. And then we'll get his bumper painted because, of course, if I don't know if you remember, but I, you oh, know, yeah. the luxury of parking here on Sagatuck, I was supposed to turn the car in. Just a little scratch on the bumper had to be painted, right? Yeah. And so that was, you know, that was supposed to be done on Monday. So as soon as I get my new transmission, um, I'll get that bumper painted, and I'll be poor. Does insurance, I mean, does insurance it's a lot cover of money. that? It's not cheap. Does insurance cover anything? Not that, not no? the transmission. Oh, okay. No, it, it covered the bumper. Oh, well, okay. I guess. Oh, by the way, guess how much it costs to paint a bumper. I'm gonna guess eight hundred and fifty dollars. You're close, about nine hundred and fifty, almost a thousand dollars, just to paint it. <laughs> wow! I can. I'm not even gonna ask about the transition yeah. then. So it was an adventurous <laughs> week, and and then it didn't stop there because then I came back and uh, went to work for Mill Pond Realty, and uh, conked out one of their cars. I don't know what I. Oh did. my gosh! <laughs> So we're having that car serviced as oh well. My so then I'm at the office decorating for Valentine's Day. I'm I'm near a light fixture and sparks come flying out like I'm welding it. Oh my god! Did you plug something in? I thought I electrocuted myself. I didn't, but but. Uh, so did you get like a tingle? Or I didn't know. I oh, didn't feel gosh. anything. And uh, the, so the lights went out, and the girls just look at me like, "What did you do?" So I, I asked um, That's Laura's, scary. yeah, Laura's assistant, and her uh, there uh, at the office, also a realtor, Christy. I said, "Hey, can I use your computer for a second? <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Back off! Oh, Stay back. away from my desk." <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it had been quite a week. So I I kind of left a path of destruction this week. Oh, my God. You need to be drinking that Bloody Mary quickly. I know. It has been a week for you. Exactly. Exactly. So so I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back in my chair. (laughs) Right? In one piece, safely. (laughs) And I'm excited for the show. We've got got a lot of uh, foodies coming out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, Debbie from from American Spoon. A lot of these folks, uh, all of them, haven't been on in at least a year. Okay. I know it's her. And I was looking back to uh, Christopher LaBelle from Kirby House. He was on about a year ago. So, yeah, and uh, and Grow, they were on about a year ago. So, nice. so it'll be nice to catch up with all of them and find out uh, the food scene here yes. in the area uh, as we settle in. It's uh, a great scene here. So Yeah, yeah. Um, so how's uh, everything shaping up at the Star Sagata? Good. Placing all my orders for new retail, sweatshirts, T-shirts. We have all sorts of new fun stuff coming. Um, yeah, got our, most of our events scheduled. We're excited for beer on the boat and wine on the water. We have New Holland Brewery and Sagatuck Brewery, Guardian, Coppercraft, mm-hmm. Waypost, mm-hmm. Um, The Mitten. So they'll all be joining us at some point throughout the season, too, for Beer on the Boat. Oh. Yeah, so it's exciting just to kind of come up with some new stuff. Still have a couple more things in the works. Um, yeah, hoping to do a wine with words with Wade on the boat this summer, too. Oh. So still kind of figuring out those details. But, yeah. yeah, hopefully that's something that'll be something new for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, now just hoping, you know, the weather kind of holds out. We have lots of outdoor projects to do as well, so. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, yesterday, uh, you know, the Icebreakers is real big right now over in South Haven. Okay. If you haven't checked it out, it's all weekend long. So go check out all the ice sculptures. They've got them all around town. Um, there's a cookie monster in front of Cookies on Call. Oh, fun. Um, and all, all different uh, sculptures all around town. Perfect weather for it. Because yes. today's going to be nice. Yeah. In the 30s. Great for walking around. Yesterday, um, I saw a couple of my friends participated in the uh, cardboard sled race. Oh, fun. And uh, that was free to enter. And where they make, they make these uh, sleds out of cardboard, duct tape them, duct tape them together, and they win prizes. And uh, that was yesterday. Um, over there in front of Black River Tavern. Oh, okay. And, good spot uh, for it. Yeah, good spot for it. Have a drink before it. and after uh-huh. you do that. Wow. Saw the owner of Black River Tavern come into the flower shop the other day and and uh, and uh, asked them how things were going. I can tell she is a busy little girl. Yeah, it's a and, great place. Uh, yeah, it is a great place. Um, and so um, so icebreakers going on all weekend long. Um, a lot of the activities have been throughout the weekend, but today – um, uh, you know, they had, they also had the, uh, the 5k, uh, run and all of that as well. So they have a walk, a run, um, all kinds of stuff going on. And all you have to do is Google icebreakers, uh, in South Haven and you can find out the rest of the activities okay. for today. You know, uh, they also have that great ice rink there in downtown South Haven. Oh, really? I yeah. guess I wasn't aware of that. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a great facility. Um, huh. uh, everybody always talks about how nice it would be to have one here. Someone someone came in the shop the other day. She said, we need a nice rink. I said, well, that's a good idea. Why don't you write me a check? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the doesn't, the city, have, every, right, doesn't yeah. the city magically have money to, buy a, to, to build a $2 million structure? Um, but, uh, yeah, that would be neat if we had uh, somebody and, uh, to, you know, Show the funds for something sure. like that. Ideas are great. They're a dime a dozen. Yes. But checks are that rare. Far and few between. Yeah, far and few in between. Um, uh, I want to get through some of the events because okay. we have a lot. And then I want to get CJ on for trivia Ooh, as well. Good. Um, uh, so Love I'm excited trivia. to have him on. Um, today, there's stuff going on today at the Hempy Keyboard Series, which we've talked about. Yes. At the Saugatuck Center for the Arts, it's between 2 and 3 p.m. It's $25, um, and Saugatuck Center of the Arts, of course, they're lo- uh, located at 400 Culver Street here. Jordan Anderson is the pianist. Uh, Hempy Keyboard Series revolves around keyboards and piano and that kind of thing. Uh, he's from uh, Jordan Anderson, today's performers from Minneapolis, Minnesota, hmm. and he travels all around. Um, and uh, he currently resides in East Lansing as a master's student instruct- instructor. I can't get my mouth working this morning uh, at uh, Michigan State University, and uh, and uh, and he will receive an masters in jazz studies wow in this spring so cool um good for him really talented um also going on today salt of the earth concert series over there in fenville yeah um great food there at salt of the earth um and uh that starts at 6 p.m today uh, they've got uh, uh they host a series uh that start at 6 p.m uh today it's going to be darcy wilkin and drew nelson tickets are 20 dollars, and they're available online so just go to their website at the salt of the earth dot com. Um, also, the high school had a play this weekend. Oh, what was it? It was called. Um, it was called. Uh, what was the name of it? It was. Here it is. <laughs> Let me look it up here. It's called the play that goes wrong. 
Oh my! Is the name of it, and it it uh, it played on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Today's the last performance. It's at five p.m. It's at the Saugatuck High School Auditorium. Tickets are ten dollars in advance or twelve dollars at the door. So you still have time to get tickets. They do have room. Uh, go support our high school drama department. Uh, they are very talented. Um, I remember when they did Les Miserables. Oh, really? Um, oh, and wow. That was quite a uh, production yeah, for high just, school. Yeah, that is. Um, uh, the uh, play that goes wrong, that's the name of it, which reminds me of one of the plays that I did in high school in drama. Which was? The worst high school play in the world. Oh. <laughs> I still remember it. Brad Schreiber, who is a uh, very talented commercial artist over in Monroe, uh, does a lot in the community over there. He did our playbill at that time and did all the characters on the uh, cover, and uh, I still have that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, lots of memories from that. And so I wonder if it's anything kind of like that. Um, so it's the play that goes wrong. So if you're looking for a high school play that goes wrong, look no further. A little family-friendly <laughs> activity there. Yeah, right. Uh, also, today it's the first Sunday of the month, which it means is. it'll be open mic night or open mic over at Sandbar. Okay. And that starts at uh, 3 p.m. today, lasts until 7 p.m. So it's for all blues, talented blues and jazz artists. You threw talented in there, so that rules me out. Right, exactly. Okay. Well, I went it's over there. It's not karaoke. Right. It's open mic. Right. Okay. I went over there with my Barbara Streisand CDs, and they said, no, that's <laughs> not what we're looking for. So I thought, well, I do a lip sync, you know. Right. <laughs> you so. don't bring me flowers <laughs> anymore. Okay, I don't think people are I listening think they like it. I sing. think they like it. Do you? It. I do. Um, uh, uh, so lots of things coming up. I, wanted to, I got a phone call last night from our um, councilman, Russ Gardner. Oh. Um, and he said that uh, he and uh, Lauren Stanton are working with our sheriff's department to have a meet and greet opportunity for the community to meet and greet our officers. Uh, Police officers? Yep, for okay, Allegan good. County. Oh, that's a great uh, idea. Yeah, our city took up, I believe we did this at the beginning when the city took up a new contract with the sheriff, Allegan County Sheriff Department. I Was it been three, four years now? And uh, But uh, they're going to have a meet and greet that they're starting to put together on March 6th over at the Saugatuck High School, and um, and uh, you'll be able to ask questions, get to know Allegan County. They have a certain group of officers that are assigned to Saugatuck. Okay. So it's always the same officers that work here, um, and so it's not just somebody different and doesn't know the area. So um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a great opportunity for folks that might not know. You know uh, our police department, and uh, if you do want to get to know them better, yes, and, uh, I feel be... like I had to call them a lot this last summer. Yeah, for the boat, just for like parking and illegal charters. How and was their response all that kind time? Of fantastic. Oh really? They, oh yeah. Oh no, they're Johnny on the spot. Yes. Oh, no, they've always been very helpful. Good to hear. Yeah, because it's all safety issues, and right. you know that's the concern for everybody. Sure. Keep everybody safe. Sure. Um, yeah. They're working on the time. Uh, uh, that that will be. So uh, look for that for March 6th. Stay tuned here, like next week, 
Okay. The following week, and we'll yeah. let you know. We'll keep everybody informed when that is. That's I think, a great community event. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. It's a great idea to get to know folks. Um, Wishbone, I like to give them a lot of love. Um, they're over at 165 Blue Star Highway. They're announcing a 50% off sale uh, during the entire month of February where you can uh, sh- uh, stop by the shop uh, and uh, pick up uh, uh, a little trinket, a uh, little gift. Uh, they've got all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's a big garage sale. It is. Um, they have, and you can see the animals too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They have and cats uh, and stuff there. So uh, you can also donate your household goods, art, furniture, collectibles, etc. Um, you could also volunteer. Ask about volunteer opportunities. Um, they are a five hundred one c three entity. They're open eleven to four every day, but closed on Sunday. So they're closed today. But go check them out 11 to 4, Monday through Saturday. And it's all of February is half That's off? Yeah, all of February, half all off. All right. Oh, have to stop half in off. there. So, yeah, stop in there. Um, and then before we get into CJ, we have only have a few more minutes. We want, we want to do trivia, CJ. Okay. So, uh, 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 so let's get into a little bit of trivia. But before we do that, real quick, um, I uh, want to let everybody know if, you know, the parents and all that, they're, they need some time. They need some time away from the kids. And I think this is really cool. The uh, Community Church of Douglas is having a parent's day out where mm. you can drop your kids off and go hang out and maybe go out to lunch, go check a movie. Um, on Saturday, February 18th, put this on your calendar, parents, because this is your way away from your children. Drop them off at the Community Church of Douglas at 12 p.m., and then come back at four and pick them up. You've got four hours. Wow. So, I mean, imagine what you can do without children. You can children make a whole other child. For four, exactly. <laughs> you can make more children. Well, there you so, go. Um, so there you go. Have a drink, make and, some children, uh, you're good to go. Uh, throw in there the uh, Mardi Gras, the brass band. Uh, we've got that, coming up 21st. Yeah, we've got that event coming up, yep, and yep. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But we wanted to get into trivia. February said, 5th. February 5th today. You said that you had some trivia. Yes. I do. I do. And, so they had some... Why don't you explain the trivia while I take this cake over here oh, okay. and move it out of your so way. So we have uh, National Chocolate Fondue Day, Ooh. National Weatherman Day. Did you have a favorite weatherman? Do you have a weatherman that you'd say that's your weatherman guy? I watch News 8, so I guess... El- I mean, Sonny Elliott was my... Uh, was my guy when I was a kid. He was okay. a Eastside guy. And I met him at a bar. Lynn LAC is downtown Detroit. Oh, did you really? That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, Yorkshire, like National Yorkshire Pudding Day. It's Henry Aaron's birthday. Oh. Gregory's. Like Hank Aaron? H- Henry, Hank, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hank Aaron. Just making sure. Ho- home run leader. Yeah, just make sure we're we, on the we, same, we accept same him, Aaron. not Barry Bonds. Uh, but it's oh, it's National Fart Day, too, but I wasn't going to oh, say that one. Oh, nice. Uh, DPW, DPW, DPW. Woo, 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 woo. Thank you. We Thank you for all your for work. Yes. We got a shout-out for DPW. So Shouting. Wanna, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shouting. Uh-huh. National Western Monarch Day. CJ loves it when I interrupt him. I, I do. He Western really Monarchs? It. The Monarch Butterfly Day. Yeah. So that's what we did it on. I did it. Okay. Do, I have some questions. I didn't know You go were... first. Go first for what? For, for what? the questions. The what, what's the what's the what, on what, National Western Monarch Butterfly? Oh, that's what we're doing. That's, that's, that's what we settled on. Okay, yes, monarchs. Yes, yes. Butterfly. Oh boy. Okay, yeah. let's go. I uh, go first. You, you're first, Julie. Monarch butterflies mostly lay their eggs on what plant? Milkweed. Milkweed. Oh, that's Where's, right. I gotta let you pick. I gotta. Okay. Let, I gotta wait for a choice. I threw a butterfly bush. Oh, sorry. Milkweed or ornamental grasses, but you got it right. I should Good get job. two they points. Don't, they don't land on. I've seen them land. I've got pictures of them on 
Laid on, eggs. Laid, laid eggs. eggs. Listen to the question, yeah, yeah. Gregory. They, Gregory, your question. They lay one or two eggs on each leaf. How many eggs do they carry around with them when they're spreading them? 20, 200, or 500? 200. No, 500. No, no dinging yeah. for you. No dinging. No, well, no dinging. Um, <laughs> a monarch bu- butterfly caterpillar can eat a milkweed leaf in how many minutes? Five minutes, 60 minutes, or 135 minutes? I'm going to say five. Oh, yes! she's on a roll. I am on a roll. Monarch butterflies ward off predators because they're poisonous. Where do they get their poison from? A, they're born with it. B, milkweed plant. Or C, Wuhan lab. Wuhan <laughs> <laughs> lab. Um, they're born with it. No, milkweed. Milkweed's uh, poisonous. Um, monarchs migrate. So this they go back. Dumb, this is a dumb trip. They, I Holy, you might yeah, be bad. So they go back and forth to, they migrate. Margaret, they yes, back yes, to they Mexico. do. Yes. How many generations does it take them to complete their migration? Two, four, or six? Hmm. I'm going to say four. four. Oh, she's <laughs> on fire. Wow. So it takes four generations, them, the yeah. whole thing. So that's pretty amazing. I that thought is that was amazing. Interesting. Uh, monarchs. Were butterflies were named for who? King Henry the Eighth, Queen Elizabeth, or King William the Third? King William the Third. That's correct. Yay! You got a dinghy. I thought that might be a trick question because <laughs> good old King Willie. Uh, popul- Willie gets a dinghy. Population will decrease eighty percent. Oh, population has decreased. So they decreased eighty yeah. percent since the eighties. Is it due to global warming, reduced milkweed plants, or butterfly overhunting? I am going to say global warming. No, milkweed plants. Oh, okay. We keep on tearing them down. Oh, they don't have milkweeds sad. anymore. Yeah. Uh, last question, Gregory. You can't win, but it's, we'll throw it out there anyway. Mm-hmm. How many eyes do monarch butterflies have? One, two, or six? Six. That is correct. Good job. Go. Uh, two to three. Two to nice. Three. No, I didn't lose as much as I thought I would. Yes, yeah, so I still lost. I get back to my hole. That's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> CJ, and uh, we've got a lot of events to cover, and we always do. Um, you know, I'm always talking about events that I want to cover. CJ talked about a Mardi Gras thing. We're going to talk about that later in the show. I do want to remind folks to put this in your calendar. Um, uh, the uh, Euchre Tournament uh, for to help raise money for the new Trailblazer uniforms is being put on by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters. And uh, you can find that on February 24th. Um, and uh, go to their Facebook page. Go to Soglessville on Facebook. That's where we share a lot of our events. Yes. Uh, doors open at 6 p.m. at the Ivy House. And oh, uh, that's that new wedding yeah. and event center. And uh, 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 it's only $15 per spectator. If you just want to go hang out, maybe have a cocktail, $30 per player. Um, I think this is something I want to do. I do, too. Do I, you have to have a team? So I don't know, but um, uh, it, it doesn't take – there's a place to register. Um, if you go to the Soglessville page or if you go to the Sagatuck Boosters Facebook page, you'll find out more information. I think we should do it. I think so, too. Let's do it. I like a little euchre. That's a Michigan I love – yeah. yeah. Does Kimberly play? Let's play. We've Let's got a big it. show. We've got a big show ahead of us. We've got lots of uh, – Lots of foodies in the house. Uh, right there, Deb's back there on her phone. Clicking away, Deb Petrie getting ready to... Uh, oh, and she brought gifts from American us. Spoon. We love that American Spoon. She's going to be on. Then we'll have Christopher LaBelle from Kirby House. We'll also talk to Alec and Lindsay Pateliner. Uh, Pateliner. 
I'm, yes. I'm, I'm saying that right. He actually put the pronunciation in his email. Good. So Phonetics don't go anywhere. Stick with us. Grab another cup of coffee. Stop on by and have some birthday cake. We're located yes. above Land Sharks. If you're listening, stop on by. We might even give you a Bloody Mary. There you go. Stay Monday, tuned. Sunday. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. Satisfy you here on the morning show with That's Gregory right. and Jules. <laughs> That's right. If you can't get satisfaction, start your week off right with us. That's right. Hey, it's good to see you again. You too. Yep. Thanks for having me back. You, I love it. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday here on 927 The Van with Julie Zeman from the Star of Saga Tuck is on board. We tried to get through our events. We tried to get through trivia. We, we, we jammed everything in as much as we can. I'll try to get back with details with some of the events going on as we go through the next hour and a half. Um, we, we wanted to let you know, CJ was uh, talking about the Mardi Gras parade. I just saw the uh, one of the uh, band leaders uh, from the uh, from the second line, um, uh, Sagatuck second line, uh, the uh, Great Lakes Brass. Uh, they have the big tubas and all those things. And, and, big uh, wind instruments. I, I can't even remember the name of Fred's instrument. He's been on the show before. Okay. Uh, they were on the show about a year ago uh, when we talked about this. Uh, but uh, it's the Sagatuck Second Line Fat Tuesday Parade on March 1st. Oh, fun. That's just around the corner, really. It is. Um, and uh, we'll uh, line up at, uh, at uh, uh, over right around the corner over here at Wally's. Uh, meet up at 4 o'clock. Uh, the second line forms, uh, the parade forms at around 5, 5.30. And uh, they'll walk from here to the Southerner with oh, a few stops good. along the way. Good. Um, it's, it's more like a pub crawl type thing um, uh, as opposed to a parade. So we won't be closing off the streets, but we will be uh, parading like on the sidewalks and in places that's safe on our way to um, the Southerner. So sounds like a plan. That looking sounds forward fun. to that. Gene uh, from Back to the Fuchsia is a sponsor, oh, and nice. uh, they have several sponsors for that this year. Um, uh, What's the date? The date is March first. Oh, hold on, just a second. I'm looking at something old. Yep, it is old. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, we, we're gonna it would be the loser parade that. on March 1st. It's, Everybody um, shows it's up. It's the 21st, actually, and uh, of February. Okay. So, yeah, because Thank it, you, CJ. it moved up. Sorry about fact that. Fact-checking. Fact-checker. You little fact-checker. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, you know, Mardi Gras, uh, that's where Gene was from Back to the Fuchsia. Was oh, down really? There. Back in New Orleans. And I would always like to do that. <laughs> I've never done that. They had all these parades. She talked about, you know, that they start Mardi Gras at the beginning of the year. 
Okay. And it, it starts, I believe, on January 6th, and it oh. runs all the way through Mardi Gras, and they have all kinds of parades, all kinds of food. She just ate all kinds of stuff. That's fun. Um, lots of rich food, and she said it was so delicious. Talk about rich food. Let's get that disco ball down. Let's do it. Yeah, because, I mean. The queen of oral delights is on our show. That's right. That's right. It's Deb Petrie from the American Spoon is here with us today. Woohoo! Good morning. Good morning. I see you you walked here to the studio in your socks. I did. It was so long. It was, it was She's an so arduous winded. journey. Yeah. Deb is my Deb is my neighbor here and uh, and Deb, you've been at uh, American Spoon for uh, what about five years now? Yeah, going on five years. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's... fun five years, fast five years. <laughs> um, we have the pleasure. We talk about American Spoon a lot because Deb's always like tempting me. <laughs> She's like, "Ooh, we've got something new, delicious. Why don't you? Why don't you have that on the show and talk about it?" And uh, and so I appreciate it. Yeah, we he's appreciate had some delicious your, things. Yeah, um, I bake with your stuff. I eat your stuff. I bathe in your stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, I marinate myself with your stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is that is a good looking Bloody Mary there. I have to say, thank you, um, American Spoon. You're located at uh, here on Butler Street, right? Yep, we're right next to Land Sharks, in between Land Sharks and Fen Valley Winery. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Deb, where are you originally from? Where'd you grow up? So I grew up in a suburb of Chicago called Homewood. We're famous for Aurelio's Pizza, home of Aurelio's Pizza. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, so what brought you out here to Saugatuck? Well, when I was a kid... I know you've been here for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was a, a kid, we grew up going to South Haven for vacation. Uh-huh. And the very first day that we came... I got out of the car, I went to the edge of the bluff, I saw the lake, and I was like, huh, that's it, this is where I want to live. So yeah. it took me a long time, I mean, I was single digits back then, and then I took a detour down to Florida for a few years, discovered I am not an ocean girl. Yeah. I'm just not, I missed my lake so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I would always come up to South Haven and Saugatuck for a day, just to um, kind of recharge, refocus, relax, you know. Mm-hmm. And so even though I'm in Florida, I'm right on the beach, Pompano Beach, you know, the the ocean to me just wasn't restful. So I, I couldn't agree. wait to get back. I agree. There's a certain peacefulness about yeah. the lakes. Yeah, it's um, crazy because even when it's like super, super wavy and everything, it still feels peaceful somehow. Yeah, to yeah. Me. yeah, I love yeah, it. You're right about that. You used to work, I remember when I met you, I uh, was uh, with Sadaba at the time, the business association, yeah. Saba, then Sadaba. Right. Um, and I met you, uh, you used to work for uh, this lovely little tea company mm-hmm. that used to be here that we just loved. Yep, Saugatuck Tea Company. Yeah, and they used to be where the Mitten Brewery is now. Oh, okay. And uh, she was, or no. Um, next door to it. Next door to it, mm-hmm. um, where uh, it's now a private home now. Right. Um, in fact, it's Marilyn's private home. Marilyn, who works for the What's Happening magazine. Yep. And a beautiful home. She had it restored oh, to yeah. close to its original. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, that was uh, Tuscan Pottery for a while. And oh, when, when they moved place. out. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they moved out. Gina DeMoss took mm-hmm. that place and turned it into this delightful little tea room. Hmm. And, uh, and then she moved over into the uh, Mermaid Building. Mm-hmm. We all call the Mermaid Dockside. Right. Marketplace, mm-hmm. and um, 
And then uh, now she's supposed to be opening soon, I guess, yep. over in Fenville. Over she in Fenville. she's in the caboose. <laughs> she is. Oh, okay. The, you know the yeah the train? yeah the train yeah the, that's behind. It, it's that one street behind the main street. So it's is that right an there. additional location, or she's moving from Saugatuck to Fenville? She had she closed her Saugatuck okay. store. And when she bought this, okay. and they've been working on it. So I believe this is the year. She told me mm-hmm. this is the year that they're planning on opening. Can't nice. wait. Can't yeah. wait. Best bubble tea, best regular teas. We, I mean, yeah. she's uh, she works with a tea master to get her tea. So they're beyond organic. They're just, I mean, you'll taste them and be like, oh, that's it's the best. I we, crave it. We Thank love God, their she's bubble She's one of my teas. best friends because... I have my tea source. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Your like the lady. orange, the orange cream bubble teas. Oh were, yeah, were my favorite with the little bursting bubbles, yep. and um, you can't get that anywhere now. I know nobody serves that here in town. I know. So um, it'll it'll be nice to see her open. Mm-hmm. It'll give us another reason to go visit Fenville. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. And then um, you have, but you've been at American Spoon for five years now. Yep. Um, and I think you're a perfect fit for them. Oh, thanks. I I really do. Um, You know, that's one thing I knew about you. You really get into uh, the flavor of your food, and you were really into your teas, and you very became very knowledgeable about your product. And I noticed that that's what you've done here at American Spoon. I walk in there just to say hi. (laughs) I don't leave there till twenty minutes later because I found (laughs) out this new product they have. Uh, But you're really good about knowing everything. Uh, American Spoon has been there for forty years. Um, 30 years this year in Saugatuck, uh-huh. but we celebrated 40 years as a company last year. Uh-huh. So, and it's great. You know, it's a small family owned, so started up in Petoskey. Um, there's just four stores up north. We're in Traverse City, Charlevoix, Harbor Springs. Um, Charlevoix is the only one that's not year round, but all the rest of us are. And, uh, we just have, we have such a great time. The family... Um, the Rashid family is just really wonderful to work with. The The mission of the company has stayed true. Um, Justin, our founder, started off, he's, that guy is a master forager. I swear, he must have a nose on him. He can find morel mushrooms like you wouldn't believe. I mean, they're uh-huh. hard to find. Yeah. Um, so he started off by sending those out over to New York to Chef Larry Forgione at the American Place restaurant. And he wanted to share, you know, this wonderful produce that Michigan has with Larry. Larry went nuts for it, said, what else can you send me? Uh And then he decided, they decided to team up back in uh, 82 and preserve, you know, these wonderful flavors. And Early Glow Strawberry was our very first preserve, Uh fruit preserve that we did. And since then, a lot of people think of us just in terms of jam, but we literally... We'll go breakfast and midnight snack. We oh, sure. have everything. There's salsas and condiments and cooking sauces and all of our drink mixes that we're really getting quite Oh, famous yeah. For. We've been enjoying your drink mixes. Isn't, aren't they something else? <laughs> they are. And you had that yeah. holiday punch that we oh, had here um, around the holiday yes. season. That was, that was delicious. Last year. I just mixed it with a little bit of soda water and mm-hmm. ice, and it was just a, it was like a spritzer mm-hmm. without the alcohol. I really enjoyed it. It is so good. It's my favorite. Warmed up with some of our lemon honey. I know you've tried our lemon yes. honey before. Um, and a little splash of liquor if you want, like our version of a hot toddy. Okay. So if anybody still has some holiday punch lying around, it's sold out now. It's sold out, you know, 
about a month ago. Yeah, you do limited wide. batches. And yeah. when it comes to, like, specialty things, you'll just mm-hmm. do, like, a limited batch mm-hmm. just to kind of get a feel and see how that goes. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, now, everything that you make in American Spoon is made from local fruit from here in Michigan, right? If it's grown in Michigan, it's we get it locally. Right. You know, we work with wonderful local farmers and foragers to get uh-huh. our produce. We want to be able to preserve it when it's at peak ripeness because nothing tastes better. I mean, you think about that biting into a ripe peach. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh. And it's, there's nothing better than that. So we just make sure that we don't mess it up when we're preserving it. So we add nothing artificial, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we do. So And with the outside vendors that we work with to get things that don't – grow in Michigan, citrus and tropical. Right. Uh, it's a small percentage of what we have, but we work with vendors who share our same philosophy as far as the purity of the product. So there's you won't find anything artificial in anything, even like um, our dry salami that we uh-huh. have. Yeah. It is fantastic. We found this company that specializes in craft meats. Uh-huh. Nothing bad in that salami. I, I was shocked the first time I tasted it. I'm not even a big lover of salami yeah. you know but that one whoo yeah so great on charcuterie boards i bet now you Yummy. said you, you for breakfast a midnight snack you said pancakes but you left out whitefish dip oh they have a delicious whitefish dip oh, that i'll get goodness. during music in the park i love and grab a tub dip. of that and some crackers and i'm good to go we it's are so famous good. for the white caps yeah we even have a restaurant here in town that sends some of their customers over to get it <laughs> really? Because, yeah, and we have people come. Uh, I've had people come from like Wisconsin, from all over the place, come in just to get that. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them it's like we have this um, the mango habanero salsa. Yes, delicious. By that the way, that is so good. Yeah. A little dollop of that on top of it. Oh my gosh, so so good. You can have it hot. You can have it cold. Um, I've had a lot of people coming in the last couple of weeks going, do you have it? I was like, well, no, it's winter. It's the lakes, you know, they can't get it. Right. So um, we stopped carrying at the end of the year, but it will be coming back next month. So, Ooh, yeah. so look for that. So sign up. If you sign up on our website, uh, you'll get emails. You can find out. You can always call the store, you know, but we always have our sign in the window when it's when we have it in stock. The sign will be in the window. Right. That's wow. AmericanSpoon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, just been, Spoon.com. Huh? Spoon. Just Spoon.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just Spoon. 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 Spoon.com. Spoon.com. How easy is that? I know. Somebody was thinking way ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Tom was really busy this weekend. Um, oh I mean, gosh. and I talked to some shopkeepers like it is what it is. And. And they were like, "Oh, it was kind. It was busy. We had a good day um, uh, for this. I mean, it's February, and mm-hmm. uh, but I think a lot of that has to do with what's going on downstairs at Land Sharks. Today's the last day of their penny sale. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. People have been lined up on the corner here. Yeah, really. And, oh, yeah. They opened at four o'clock on Thursday, and there was a line all the way down the block here for them to open their doors. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you buy anything. You buy shoes. They also have clothes as well." You buy the item, you get the second item for a penny. It's the 11th year they've been doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I talked to Dave three years ago now and said, hey, you know what? Why don't we work together on this? We'll do a winter sale the same weekend that you have a penny sale. Heck yeah. And then, you know, we talked to our customers about each other's sales. And now this year, Glicks joined in. Yeah. And uh, it's been a real collaborative effort, and it's wonderful. It's yeah. really, you know, and I look at it and go, I would love to see this become a community-wide event. Yeah. Like, 
Howland on ice and right. the icebreaker over in South Haven. You know, let's get something going in Saugatuck that brings people here. I think that's a great idea. I think so. that's a great idea. And, and it, you know, it goes to show that a lot of people don't know that a lot of our shops, I'd say a good 60% of them are mm-hmm. open all year right. round. Right, yes. Agreed. Um, uh, you know, of course, we have Santa Fe Trading Company. We've mm-hmm. got Olive Mill. We've got Grins. We've got uh, For the Love of Shoes. I could mm-hmm. go on and on. Wine Cellars. I bought my olives there yesterday. Um you know, um, you know, there's so many shops open, especially the 300 block. Yes. I mean, our block here, I mean, everybody's open. Yeah. Um, even the Owl House across the street, you mm-hmm. know, even yeah. the going out for business sale uh, over there. You know, they're they're turning into a new store coming up. Have you seen that? I have, I've heard about they're go, it. But... They were going out for business. They're going out of business. So they'll be uh, changing um to a new business called uh, Saugatuck Decorator Outlet. I got the inside information on that. But, uh, you got the scoop? I'll be, I got the scoop, but I, I want to talk to the owner before I let any of that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the last day of the uh, winter sale. Yeah, so, and, and so you've got a mm-hmm. sale going on as well, right? We do. We have um, Normally we have buy six regular price jars, you get one half off. But for the winter sale, we do buy six, get one free. Okay. Ooh. So get your seventh free. Yeah. And oh, nice. Saugatuck is the only location that we do the sale at. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. We also have um, our wonderful red raspberry compote currently 50% off. Ooh, and if you good? get one of those, you can also get one of our vanilla shortbread cookies 50% off. Oh, those cookies are delicious, Aren't by the way. Aren't they so good? That I sounds like in, a great combo. Yeah, yeah. I stopped in yesterday and they started feeding me. And, we uh, always feed you, Gregory. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and you had the shortbread cookie mm-hmm. out with that with that compost. With it the was red rice. Yeah. absolutely delicious. So, Isn't that um, so good? what like have you what what do you have here for us? What's you brought? Some so stuff. we also have part of the winter sale is that we're offering the holiday products that we have left at fifty percent off. Oh, okay. Which American Spoon, we don't do sales on our products. Uh huh. But. Um, we are this weekend Thank for you. the holiday products. So and we're going to start with the holiday jam, which I call this Christmas in a jar. It's uh-huh. sour cherry, fig, cranberry, a little orange zest, holiday spice. It is, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorites. You that can is use delicious. It. Isn't mm. that fantastic? It is. Mm. We have a recipe card to do it with brie. Oh, that's really great. Um, you can do it with turkey. I, There's so, so much flavor. I know, right? So I did. I can, feel, a little... I can taste orange. Mm-hmm. I can taste and texture. Like you can feel the ingredients in yep. your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it doesn't it taste like holiday though. It I does. Know. I know. I just call it Christmas in a jar. Tastes like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's so good. I love. Instead of Christmas on a cracker. Right. Christmas in a jar. <laughs> I have to. I'm going to brag on our culinary director because he is just a master at blending flavor. Now, how long is this good on the shelf? On the shelf, um, this is good. Because through... these are all natural ingredients. Right. So you want to make sure, you've got to know that mm-hmm. you're going to have an expiration date. It's right. not something that's going to last on your cupboard yeah. for a year or two. It's not like Smucker's that's good all year. Right. right. Forever. Right. Um, so this current batch of, like, just for example, the holiday mm-hmm. jam is good through November, I believe. Oh. October, November Okay, so I year. can, oh, that'll last right. a long time. Yeah. yeah. If you keep mm-hmm. it in a cool, dry place, right. unopened. You've got another good, like, 18 months past that. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. So you could buy so, it now and yes. then put it in your cupboard and, and then whip it out at, for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you a hack I did. I normally do um, a homemade 
cranberry relish, uh-huh. you know, for Thanksgiving. And I ran out of time and I was like, well, what am I going to do? That thought, oh, I'm going to go grab a good old ocean spray. Ridges are in the can, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but then I had my holiday jam. So I took half a jar of this and I mixed it with the cranberry sauce really good. Oh, my gosh. It it was amazing. Oh, that sounds That delicious. is a good idea. It was idea. so good. You yeah. can also take that and warm it up. You know, warm up the holiday jam just full strength uh-huh. and use it as a topping. Oh, man, oh, yeah. so, so good. Oh, wow. So what's right. this next so one? So this next one, our sugar plum jam. Oh, this is our you? plum I have jam. Some, okay, now I've, I have never, I've never had this. This I is know. the sugar. I have yep. some already. I just haven't tried it yet. Oh, but so you dug right into this, that pretty quickly. Well, she handed it to me right, right. away. This is Slow the plum, down, Julie. Plum with crushed pineapple, a little brandy. Holiday spices mm. in there. I've never had sugar plum before. Me neither. I've had visions dancing right? in my head, Lots but I've never visions. tried one. Oh, you're so clever. I am. Mm. This one, um, this I tell people all the time. I think I have gotten more people oh eating gosh. pork tenderloin because I tell them, use this with pork tenderloin. Uh-huh. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it smells that so good. That would be delicious on pork tenderloin. I made short ribs last night. That, oh, that would have been, been good. See, I'm not creative ones. enough to think of that. See, like, that's why you come in doing the store, stuff. To, I, that's like, what I do all right. day. Yeah. Like, more I, as a condiment. I, I just mix, think of peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, right? I miss. I, I mix the sweet baby rays and the open pit barbecue sauce, and I think I'm being clever, right? <laughs> yeah, by making sauce. That would have been much better. So this yeah, is one of my favorite parts idea. of my job Pork is chops. that I look at my products and I go, okay, here's the obvious use. You know, people think preserves, jams, you're going to yeah. use it on toast. But our products are so versatile and you can use them to bake with. You can use them to cook with. You can even put in a beef roast. It doesn't have to be oh, pork. Yeah. No. Right. It could be anything. Yeah. 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 But this smells so good that I took a sample of it to Kalamazoo Candle Company, mm-hmm. and I said, I want to make a candle that smells like this. Oh, oh yeah. that's a good so idea. Good. Well, she laughed at me hysterically. She said, nobody has ever walked in here with food saying, I want to make a candle that smells like this. And then she smelled it, and she's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no wonder. And so are they going to do that? They can do that? If you well, take- you can go in there and make your own candle. Um, they opened in Tanger Outlets last July. They have one over in South Haven, but that's just seasonal. Uh-huh. So the one over in Tanger, uh, I took my, my niece and uh, her kids, and we just had a ball going over there hmm. making candles. Okay, now. So now... Now this is a uh, ooh, this oh. is caramel. This is oh. our peppermint or is it caramel. caramel? This is my is it caramel language. or is it caramel? I say tomato, caramel. tomato. You know, it's just yummy. And this so, is peppermint. Peppermint. Yeah, peppermint caramel. You know, I can smell that, the peppermint. That kind of yeah. throws people when they hear caramel with peppermint. Mm. But it's a white chocolate base with the perfect amount of mint in mm. there. Ooh, I agree. It is delicious. Yummy. So think of that. This would be coffee. good just on a saltine cracker. You could, yeah, just That's dipping just on a something in there. I always yeah. tell people, you know, they come in and they have kind That's of a guilty look, and they're like, "I eat this right out of the jar." I was like, "There's a reason we're called American Spoon." <laughs> I do that with the lemon curd. I know. I'll right? just get a, a, a sleeve of shortbread cookies. I'm like, "Oh, I'm saving this dark for when I'm making a cake," but then. I get a sleeve it of shortbread cookies and then it's to gone. disappear, right? Yeah, I love the lemon curd there too. But that, I'll make mm-hmm. hot chocolate with our fudge sauce and then I'll add the peppermint caramel to it. And it's hmm. the best hot chocolate mm. ever. But we also have um, recipe cards in the store. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so good. So we have one called Thumbprint Cookies and I use this peppermint caramel in there. 
and I call them mint melt-away cookies. I don't even, you don't even have to put a thumbprint in. You just use that dough, flatten it down a little, put the peppermint on while it's still warm when it comes out. And uh-huh. It just soaks in. Oh, hmm. my gosh. Oh, my just, gosh. And those amazing. are all half off, you said? Those are all half wow. off. Wow. So, so check. Weekend. So uh, last yeah. weekend to get these. This is the last weekend mm-hmm. at American Spoon to get them half off. You're open today? We are open today, noon to five, uh-huh. and uh, we have thanks or Thanksgiving. We have Valentine's Day coming up, right? And my last treat that I brought here for you, don't mind oh my, my gosh. fingers. We just spent our, this whole segment eating. I know this is fantastic. This is our Askenazi chocolate bar. It's chocolate Ooh. raspberry. It has an A, nice little A on the Mine square. Mine has an S. Fancy. Right, it spells out. Uh, A-S. Uh-huh. So oh, if you, got it. you'll take it and you'll get the dark chocolate first, and then that raspberry note develops, and it's so good. But it's such a good present for Valentine's Day. We have so many awesome things that you can come and give as gifts for Valentine's. That's really good. Make oh, for wow. a Valentine's Day dinner. I think I need to try You are so S. right about no, that. <laughs> the <laughs> raspberry kind of explodes, doesn't it? Does. It? The S it tastes does, like an it? A. But I mean, that raspberry kind of... It, kind of explodes yeah. like you said you get that dark yeah. chocolate then it just explodes mm-hmm. you guys are open today what, what are your yeah. hours noon to five noon to five yep and, and normally during the week we're open 10 to fives during the winter time so is that every day mm-hmm. yep 10 to five every day so you're open every day we are wow. open year round i'm yeah. here except for a handful of holidays you'll see me there almost every day <laughs> oh wow well, that's great that you guys are open all winter long oh, um, yeah. it's great for us locals you know so yeah. i don't like to go far if i want to get a special right. treat i could just go yeah. downstairs or a quick or, gift even or quick you know gift. yep yeah and i'll tell you I, we appreciate our locals so much we've seen so many more of them coming back over the years mm-hmm. and uh, and i just love that and for those who say oh i'd never come here in the summer i always tell them listen just get here by 10 you'll get great parking you'll get in and out of the stores don't you know don't deprive yourself of the the great shopping downtown during the summer because you're afraid of the traffic you know wow wow absolutely delicious um i wish we could have you longer well, I'll come back. I feel like we haven't talked enough. You know where to find me. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Deb Petrie from American Spoon, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks Thank you. Coming. Yes. And, delicious. Uh, and I, I just feel like we ate the whole segment here. Well, what more fun thing is there to do? Than Happy <laughs> birthday, Gregory. You know, Happy birthday. Connect over food. Right? right, right. Awesome. I don't know if I have any room for cake now. Um, hey, thanks for coming on, and I'm sure I'll see more of you. Um uh, as I usually do. Um, good to see you. You too. And uh, thanks for coming on. Um, happy birthday, Tuesday. Thank you, thank you. We'll see you later. Uh, American Spoon, they're located here on Butler Street. Open 10 to 5 every day. Go visit their website, spoon.com. Don't go anywhere. Grab another cup of coffee. Stick with us because Christopher LaBelle is in the wings. And uh, he's uh, he's here from the Kirby House. They're opening back up on February Woo-hoo! 9th. And we're hearing good stuff about their food. So he'll be on next and grab another cup of coffee. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back.
this is one of you my favorites. <laughs> Welcome back. We're dropping a bomb on you today, a food bomb. Yes. I mean, we, this has been a wonderful uh, uh, segment so far with that. We were just getting back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van. Gregory Muncie here with my wonderful co-host, Julie Zeman from the Hello. Star Saga Welcome. And we just had a segment with the American Spoon. She just brought all this wonderful food. She said I could keep it all. I know. It's amazing. I, I know. Doesn't you are it? a lucky duck. I know. It really does look good. Um, uh, you know, we were talking about events and all that. And I just want to make sure that, you know, everybody knows what's going on. I'm always trying to always try to remember everything. Um, don't forget the uh, Saturday, February 18th at the Fenville High School, um, the Never Forgotten Game. Um, oh, yes. And, uh, and Wes that, Leonard. That's right. Um, Wes Leonard had passed away from a heart condition yes, uh, I during, a, that. during a game a few years ago. And uh, they've done this fundraiser. It's a game between, a uh, basketball game between Fenville and Saugatuck High School. Uh, they do it to uh, to raise money for AEDs. Um, yeah, they've bought in quite a few for bought, Yeah, yes. bought in quite a few. Um, they've got an order for like 50 of them now. That's great. And so they're raising the money to get those. Um, it's a great thing. It's a great cause. You can go pay to go see the game, give them extra money as a donation. And that will be Saturday, February 18th. So save the date. Um, again, you know, a good place to look for Facebook events would be the Soglisville page. That's where they put Saugatuck, Douglas, and Fenville in mm-hmm. one word. Bertie Holly over the Old Pike Cottages runs that. But everybody is allowed to share all of their local events there. So it's a good yes. good place to go and find out about things. And I know, uh, you know, a lot of times I the Kirby House will share things on there as well when they're doing events. And they're back. They're, they're going to be open on February 9th. <laughs> Well, let's drop that ball so we can meet him. Let's get him down that disco right. ball. And let's yeah. get him down that down that dance floor. And wow, look at those moves! Woo-hoo. Wow, Christopher is you're awake this morning. I'm very and dan- I'm very dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very dancing this morning. I mean, you put me in front of all this American Spoon product. Doesn't it look great? Yeah, I kind of want to do shots of it. I do that, right. That'd be great. I know. It's a hey. Why not do shots? I don't have to work That's today. Right. Uh, we're drinking right um, next to that giant Bloody Mary. That do, you have. do you like my little mini sandwich? I thought you might appreciate that. <laughs> it is great. Um, I was going to make little hamburgers, but I thought, well, that ham sandwich that'll hold up better in the fridge. Perfect. When I made those last night. Um, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, from the Kirby House. Um, you guys, you have been doing this. Uh, you've been a chef for quite a while. It's funny because um, I was looking. Yeah, the last time you were here was about a year ago. Did it you was. Know that? It was almost to the day. Yep, almost to the day, about a year ago. And uh, and I was I was reading up about you, and I forgot that uh, you were a, a graduate of culinary school at the Culinary Institute of America, graduate of Michigan State, and you did uh, many apprenticeships uh, throughout the country, from New York to San Francisco, with Michelin chefs. Oh, I wow. did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It so. was a, It was an interesting. I mean, when you're young, you just want to learn. Right. That's, that's all you wanted to do. Right. And, well, you wanted to get paid. Did you, did you, you wanted to get paid. Well, yeah. let's, not be, let's not be shy. Here. Exactly. It's, it's, it's money, but you were like, you just, you, you wanted to be something and you wanted to. Right. Did they, they make you peel potatoes? That's, oh, absolutely. That's what mom always made us kids do. Like, we could never do the fun stuff. We had to peel potatoes or peel apples. or. If you worked for a good chef, you were doing grunt work. Yeah, like, right. You, you, were, you were at the bottom of the barrel if you were, like, 
the younger guys. Right. Of course. It didn't matter what school you went to. Of course. You got to learn that stuff too. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and and uh, then you've worked in West Michigan restaurants, uh, from restaurants in the Amway Grand Plaza, Evergreen Grill, Till Midnight, Historic Nickerson Inn in Pen- Pentwater. Huh? Pentwater. Yeah. Oh was, wow. That place is beautiful. It is. Uh, I've been there. It's everything Sagatuck wants to be, or everything, everything that. Every Pentwater is easy for you to say. It is not, yeah. They would love to be Sagatuck. That's what I'm trying gotcha. to say. Absolutely, but they can't be. Well, nobody can be, really. <laughs> Agreed. Um, uh, but um, but it's such a great little town. I know Krista has a store there. and uh, But, you know, I, I will honestly say they could, they could up their restaurant game. I think. Now, is that, is that, is the. Nickerson Inn is that still there? It's no longer there. It burned. That's down. what I thought. Yeah, it burned down. It was on a. I, they won't let anybody do anything to the hill either. Oh, like it was okay. built on a sand dune, so it was protected. Uh-huh. I think they were going to try and put windmills in there, and that got shot down. And so I think it just sits there empty. Yeah, I haven't been up there in a couple of years, so I. They have some great shops, great now. shopping, um, great beach, absolutely. Um, but uh, like I said, their restaurants. Uh, I saw Kentucky can really give them a run for their money when oh, it comes absolutely. to restaurants. 100%. That's for sure. Um, the Kirby House opened. Uh, I knew the pr- uh, previous owners, uh, Jim. Uh, and his partner ran it as a bed and breakfast for many years. They did. And and uh, Jim, I get to uh, see him often over at the Butler Pantry. He's been on the show as well. And it was a charming bed and breakfast. I remember back then we had Del Sol, and we would do the um, coupon special with them where they uh, customers come in and get a free tote bag. And so we'd always visit the guys and, oh, and drop off coupons. And I thought they were really cool. Then – all of a sudden, his partner had died, so then uh, they sold the business or the, the property, and um, and uh, 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 this Jay Paul. Yeah, is it, Jay is that, Paul Daritani. And he's the owner now. Yes, he is. Um, and first bought it, and uh, so he tried a few things, but it seems like what's going on now is really sticking because um, – I'm get, I, I get lots of people, lots of friends that say you are, your food is amazing. Well, thank you. I mean, you have to be humble about it mm-hmm. first off, but mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. I, I mean, this is a great culinary community. You look at all the restaurants that are around here. I mean, you're talking about like anybody who wants to give a run for their money. Like this community here is probably one of the best culinary communities around. Oh, definitely. I mean, even like you go to Grand Rapids, eh, it's, there's some great places, mm-hmm. but I mean, the originality is what really f- – formulates the pattern here yeah and the variety you've got you know just your regular burger from wally's or the butler um all the way to you know uh uh, 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 vegan from uh, at the Grow Grow yep. Restaurant. Phil's They'll be on the show. Phil says yeah. great food. I mean, we Phil's, can go on and Phil's on. Phil's is like a once a week stop for all. I know. Of us. I oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't know Sagatuck if you don't know Phil's. Absolutely. Yeah, I I totally agree with that one. Um, and uh, but then you know we we also have you know like the juice place here. Uh, we you know we have lots of different food options around here, um, but we don't have bubble tea. So, but we, so we, you're telling me to make bubble tea? Well, no, not you, but you know somebody can. But so your so your birthday so for your birthday, by the way, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. You want bubble tea? Yes, okay. I want bubble tea. Someone bring this man somebody, a bubble tea. Gregory yeah. wants bubble tea. I want I want bubble tea from Gina. Oh, there you go, Gina. Gina ah. from the from the uh, from the tea store Snap from Sagatuck Tea Store. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, how long have you worked here at the Kirby now? Oh, we're going on. 
couple years now. Yeah. Since I came yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to get settled. Yeah. We partnered up with them. I'm not going anywhere. Like we're business partners. So uh-huh. I'm excited to see. I mean, it's such a foundation of that building. It's, it's so historic for the area. Uh, the community has always had some reference in it back to when it was a hospital for 30 years. Like, oh, right. Wow. I mean, a lot of locals I mean, were born there. Did you know exactly. that? I did not know that. Yeah, I it, hear so many stories. Yeah, huh. I, I would say so up until stories. like the mid-60s. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, it yeah, was, uh, yeah, it was a hospital. Like 30s to the 60s. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And um, and uh, now the Kirby House, it's not just a restaurant, though, because the restaurant part is called J. Paul's Dining. But the Kirby House, you have like uh, six or seven rooms up there, right? We do. You... We do. We just finished. Uh, we did a renovation on the suite last year. And then this year we've been kind of we, – we shut down for about a month just so we can kind of tidy things up. After being there for like finally a full season, we were like, okay – Here's yeah. here's the things that we need to do. So we right. we sat down, took some downtime. I'm not gonna lie. We right, took a you need break. it. You need <laughs> right. it. Did you go on vacation? <laughs> oh wait a minute! I know you oh, went yeah. to Key West with your wife, right? Yeah. Well, last year we did. This year we took a road trip, which is equally as awesome because uh-huh. you could. There's no plan, and we were like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I don't know what I want to do. Let's just go." So you did so a road did. trip. So we just did a road trip. We went but down to Florida. Gas prices. We went down to Florida, of course. But do you see any tan on these arms? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> did you just get back? No, we were, we got back like a week and a half ago. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah that that's fun. enough time to lose your tan. Oh yeah, absolutely. Easily. <laughs> and other well, I mean, it's been like two degrees outside. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I mean, what we're going, we're we're in a hot streak this week. It's going to be. Yeah, 40s. I know it. It's yeah. amazing. Like high forties. Yeah, I know. We should be sitting outside. I yeah, saw right. the moon <laughs> driving in this morning. Oh, wasn't was that gorgeous? Down, oh, that was huge. Yes, it was massive. Big I full loved moon. It. That was yeah. great. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so, um, so now, you, your wife, you guys work together as a team. Is we that, do. We uh, do. She kind of runs a house in the front of the house operations as far as the restaurant, and then I chef it up and then. Pay the bills. You chef it up. <laughs> chef, chef it up it and up. pay the bills. Is that what they call it chef. Yeah, it chefing up. it up. <laughs> um, uh, tell me some of um, some of the food um, that we should be expecting to see. You guys are opening back up on February 9th. Is that correct? We are. Uh, just in time. Just in time. Just in time well, for Valentine's you know, Day. I yeah. wouldn't close down at all, but there, it's a hotel at the same time, like you said. Right. You know, it's a and b so you, you, there's always deep cleaning. There's a nick in the wall. There's chip paint or right. something and it's an old building yeah. so you have to spend some time with that right um with the menu we just try to keep it simple and honest but at the same time like i'm a chef so i want to have some fun uh like truffled mushroom fried raviolis like oh my god with goat cheese and tomatoes comfy i know it all sounds so fancy you know but they're, they're really good food doesn't have to be crazy priced you know and i think that's kind of a misconception about medial fine dining or casual fine dining it's uh-huh. like you're gonna pay a hundred dollars a meal if you go in there it doesn't have to be that way. right you know short ribs things like that i mean if you want to go get a fillet somewhere yeah you're gonna pay some money because inflation is oh ridiculous. yeah right oh yeah 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 absolutely um, um you know but we we change the menu often you know a lot of people will call me out like your menu's different on your reservation system. I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't update that yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we kind of rotate things in and out all the time, try to keep it as consistent. Isn't it like that with small businesses? I see that a lot with small businesses where 
you know, we just get so busy, we don't have time to do those updates like corporate America. So if you're going to a chain restaurant like a Red Lobster or an Olive Garden, which people, many people do, they expect people like us who have these these one businesses, these, you know, small businesses to be, to have a uh, crew of people that are working on Google for us, which we don't. Absolutely. And it's usually PC. just one person, like the <laughs> right, chef yes. that's running the website yes. or the little shop owner that's running the website while she's vacuuming out her store and yeah, and so exactly. yeah it's it's funny to see folks from the Cut city a little slack when, that's right what they I get ask. frustrated they're yes. like i went to google and it said you're open yeah. and so that before you know it you've got <laughs> a review on your facebook page because you forgot to update your google yeah. something and, and here's the thing there's so many right. there's so many sites so you'll get these other sites that grab information but don't keep updated on it Absolutely. so right. I've, I've seen that happen too. it's frustrating yeah they'll say oh on your website it says but that's not our website not our website i can't control the internet you went to some other tourism website or food website or yeah i know and 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 then they always want to blame you and here's me like in my three minute break between orders like trying to put a facebook i'm like like, this weekend what we were doing and then and then i'll be like did i spell check that correctly right (laughs) Right. and because someone's gonna come down on you if you don't oh there's always an opinion right i'm the same way with the show you know like i struggle to get you know stuff out during the week i'm running around making flowers checking on houses for mill pond uh, doing stuff for the show in between, Ruining commercials, cars. whatever. Yeah. But yeah, breaking down cars <laughs> everywhere I go. Um, and yeah. That sounded like a struggle of a week, by the way. It quite, it <laughs> so really happy was. birthday. Enjoy Thank it. You. And struggle is Bloody real. Mary. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but I struggle just to put a, a Facebook post about the show. But uh, we're live radio, and I have my regular listeners all the time. Another shout-out to Lori. Uh, Concessi, she's over on the east side of the state. She used to own Fratello's, a very famous uh, Italian restaurant over there. She's listening right now. We get people that listen all over the state, and I get uh, relatives that listen out of the out of the state as well. We've had CJ's that, mom, Charlene. Yeah, she I've listens. Had, Laura, uh, Laura, when she's out of uh, out of the country, she listens. Whether she's in Portugal or wherever she's at, she can. We she are can Isn't that nationwide, funny? worldwide, twenty yeah. first century. That's awesome. right. I know. Um, getting back to the Kirby, um, uh, you'll be opening on the ninth. What what will your hours be for the winter? We'll be uh, for now. We're going to do Thursday through Sunday five to ten, or Thursday through Saturday five to ten, and then su- Sundays we just close down an hour earlier. Just okay. let the staff kind of sure go back. So have, five to nine on Sundays. Time. Five to nine on Sundays. Uh-huh, so. uh-huh. And then uh, you know, as the business as the business kind of dictates what we do with the hours uh this year we're going to open for lunch people oh. keep people keep telling me that we need to open for breakfast and i'm like because douglas it gets kind of weird and i'm like breakfast is such a thing do i really want to flip a lot of eggs in the morning yeah so it's a thing in the summer it really well yeah it is it is brunch is the thing we all know brunch like yeah. champagne right yeah yeah. Well, yeah how many mimosas can you drink in three hours uh 20 yeah absolutely so <laughs> <Right? laughs> so we're going to brunch yeah right. yeah right um yeah so i mean in the summertime you know we Take we keep one day that's just for staff usually Sunday or Monday or Tuesday but usually Monday, uh, and then you know we just kind of it's it's for the community I mean it's that place is for the community so obviously we want to keep it as much 
uh, or keep it open as much as possible mm-hmm. for everybody to come in. Mm-hmm. As the spring breaks, you guys have a deck back there as well, right? Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that. So mm-hmm. we're going to build a bar on it this year, which Ooh, is very exciting. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's I nice know. back there. I know. It is. It's beautiful. We've kind of taken a lot of time in the last year to kind of develop the property a little bit and kind of make it good because it had this fluctuation for a while where, you know, when Mindy ran it, Mindy Trafman, yes, you're very, out there. We love you. Very talented. Oh, yeah, such a talented. We woman. talked about it. She had a dinner last week or the week before over at the SCA. I love what she's that, doing. She's doing that artist Som- dinner Som- thing. Som-Sies. Yes, oh, great. Yeah, sure. So. Yeah, shout out to her. For yeah, that. and then, uh, so it's nice to just have that property developed and, and be beautiful. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Because for a few years, it just kind of it was kind of in a mix. Of it's got what, a pool too, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. For the guests? No, yeah. not a pool. No, no. Oh, it's like I a, thought you said it's kind of cool. I was like, yeah, it's yeah cool. it is that's, cool, that's, but there's no pool. That, no that's pool. the pond, then, right? I mean, if you jump in the pond, you have to wade yourself out. Well, I was just going to say, I probably shouldn't have been in it then, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's okay. Last <laughs> time I was we don't, there, we don't judge. <laughs> A couple of mimosas. He's couple in the mimosas, pond. a speedo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a party in the pond. Right? There you exactly. go. Um, uh, and uh, so, yeah, you'll open up that back area. Well, tell us some of the food that you're expecting to to uh, introduce to us this year. Uh, well, everybody is loving the prime rib, which apparently is not done around here very often. Um, right. But, I mean, if you do things the right way, they love it, and we've gained a huge following because of that. Uh, we keep crab cakes on there, but like I said, raviolis. We're doing. We're opening up with short ribs, uh, like sriracha seared salmon with like uh, cucumber wakame salad. Um, we always keep like vegan dishes, vegan options on there. Oh, that's uh, good. Usually risottos, uh, duck. Duck is a very local favorite for that one. Uh-huh. Uh, and again, we always change it. So kind of whatever's going on. I mean, it's hard to say farm driven this time of year because. It's winter right. out. There's right. snow on the ground. Uh-huh. Um, but there are still farmers working. There's farmer networks. And so we try to utilize that as much as possible. Just keep everything fresh in. Um, and we get bored. You know, I found a guy who sells pheasants now. And I was like, absolutely. Oh, wow. Bring them in. So the, we're going to have huh. some pheasants for the next oh, that's couple of weeks. Interesting. Like, it's going to be, a, yeah, it's a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And he's local. Their farm's called One Ear Dog. Uh, you know, they're out by Fenville. They're not, and they don't have the farm in Fenville, but they're based out of Fenville. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's amazing, and the pricing was good. It's you know, called One Ear Dog. Yeah, One Ear Dog. And that's dog where you buy farm. your meat. It's a pheasant. That's a pheasant farm. <laughs> I would be a little worried about that. <laughs> no. Yeah, you said you get you have. No, they're USDA. I mean, everything <laughs> I, you buy in a restaurant. The yeah. One Ear. I was. I was like, well, yeah. The, what happened <laughs> to the One Ear Dog? Right. Do yeah. We exactly. Well, that, well, that's yeah. what I wonder too. You said yeah. you're serving duck, and I haven't seen our family of ducks here in front of James Brandis <laughs> in a while, and I'm wondering. Oh, look, well, there's oh, there's somebody. Dinner is served. I see on Facebook there's a lot of back and forth about too many deer up on the hill. I, have you seen that? There's a lot of chatter on the info info pages that there's too many deer. So, They're in our backyard all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then it, you have people that say, "Well, I lived here 40 years, and there were just as many deer as there are now." Um, but it is it, that, that there are a lot of deer. I'm there almost, are. and I've noticed, I've noticed the increase the last couple years. I tried years. to grow a garden last year in that place because I was like, I love to garden. Sure. Right. This year it's going to be all ornamentals and herbs. That's all there is. <laughs> because I was like, wow, wow, this is this is fruitless adventure right here. Yeah, yeah. right. Deer you food. get so busy. Um, uh, uh, so 
is the restaurant the restaurant's open to the public, right? Because a large large misconception is people think the restaurant is just for the guests at stake. It, or... it is such a misconception, and we are very open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I mean, it's a very inclusive place, and you know, people are like, oh. Do I have to bring a coat in? No, you can come in and a pair of shorts and flip flops. It uh-huh. really doesn't matter who you are and what you are. Uh-huh. Like, just please, you know, enjoy your time. Well, enjoy, yeah. enjoy your time. Yeah. And a lot of people do. The locals love us. A lot of people. I mean, we have a lot of guests that come back. Like you said, I mean, kind of the words out there. And that's the beautiful thing about rebuilding a business is like when you hear people, you know, the murmurs underneath, and you're like, okay, we're doing the right things, guys. Right. You know, let's just. But that's it. We just kept our heads down and we went to work. You yeah. know, we weren't trying to be showboating or anything. We just said, you know, because again, we're not, com- we're not, I'm, we're all competitive to a, a point in restaurants, right. but it's the community. That's yeah. all that truly matters is, yeah. is how does the community view you and who can you work with? I'm a co-op guy. I'm an old punk rock kid. So I'm like, how many chefs can I work with in town? You know, right. I want to, I want to meet everybody. I want to know everybody. It's not just about networking and how much money you can make. It's about what can we do? What can we do together? You know, there's a huge crisis for staffing that's out there right now. Uh-huh. So how can everybody help each other? To me, that's, that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you know, housing obviously, but we're not even going to, that's a whole nother topic. Well, you know, there's a, Alec just walked in and, and his lovely wife, Lindsay, they're from the grow. I know. And uh, so their you, place is amazing. I know. Have you eaten there before? Yes, yeah, it's really good. Times. They're, they're going to be on next. Um, so, you're open on you're open the ninth. You're open Thursday through Saturday, five to ten, five to nine on Sunday. Are you guys doing anything special for Valentine's Day? We are. We uh, we've been doing dinners for two uh, for the last couple of years now, uh-huh. and uh, again, we just kind of put the menu together to kind of keep it simple in structure, but at the same time, like really like get down to the the, the integrity of the food itself. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it keep it simple. Um, but you know, Mardi Gras is coming up. Like that's one of my favorite times of year. Friday, right. Tuesday is coming up. Uh, last year we did, uh, all kinds of stuff from fried oysters to, you know, jambalayas. I had one guy pretty, I won't use his name. He was pretty predominant local. He's like, this is the best jambalaya I've ever had. And I was like, it's cause we made the andouille, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, even the natives like your place. So that, that, that says a lot when the, when you're accepted by the natives. It does. It yeah. does. Again, it's it, the reason to stay open this year is for the community or this time of year is for the community anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's never just a money grab. I don't think any restaurant, I mean, we all want to make money, but you know, again, it's, it's, it's the area and it's being part of the area and being part of you know such a great culinary community I and mean, there's so many great chefs yeah you're a great addition to oh there's what's going on there oh CJ. cj's having CJ, a little uh, CJ's finger a little, spasm yeah a little sp- finger spasm um <laughs> um uh, uh the bloody marys are very good <laughs> right yeah yeah right. <laughs> So I bet you're getting ready right now. You've got four days till open, right? We are. Uh, so. it's, it's, it's like that restaurant reopen where you dust everything off, yep. and then the 11th hour shows, and mm-hmm. you're like, did we do this? Did we do <laughs> right, this? Yeah. Did we do this? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's nice. I mean, we took a month down, so it wasn't like you know we were closed for a long time. We just wanted a little time to kind of recondition some things, get some stuff done. 
I don't know if we'll close next year for the winter. Uh-huh. You know, business always dictates, but, you know, we'll probably take a week or so, take a vacation. But, again, staffing is kind of where it's at, like where you are. We're looking really good in the staffing department. Uh, I think a, I think it's finally starting to clear itself in the area yeah. with everybody. I don't think know. it ever will. I mean, I, I 20 years ago, people yeah. talked about Absolutely. us having right. problems yeah. having employees. Absolutely. Um, I don't think there's a one-answer solution to that. No. And, and, of course, you're seeing that all around the country. So oh, yeah. Sagatuck isn't new to that. No. Oh, no. um, and again, I remember back in the days when we opened Del Sol, that was almost 20 years ago when Mike Carey opened it. We've always had problems in this town finding people to work here, even though we live close to communities, highly populated communities with 15, 20 minute commute, right. which isn't too much to ask for right. a decent job. Right. Um, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with living in this town. And uh, and it, of course, the kids that go to our high school, why, you know, why do they want to work when they can hang out with all of the city folk and everybody that comes here Sit and hangs beach. out and party. Yeah. I remember our employees in in at uh, uh when we were at Del Sol had the having these kids come in after they're hungover from the night before or having them call off because I'm sick. Yeah, you're seven restaurant you're people. 17, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're 17 years old and you're sick, you know. Okay, we know what happened. And and uh but uh but uh but uh, that's always been a problem here. So I'm not saying that there it's not worth looking or finding solutions for Right. But it's nothing new. So, no, yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah. and that's and that's everywhere. It's the yeah. entire. It's every industry everywhere. Yeah. But right. I mean, that's the least of our. Listen, these are not right. problems for us to solve. You guys right. have a website, right? Uh, we do. It's thekirbyhotel.com. Thekirbyhotel.com. Absolutely. And uh, you'll be open this Thursday, five to ten. We will. Well, good. We'll, we'll be looking forward to that. We can also go to your Facebook page, right? Yes. And that's where you're posting when you can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So we'll be we'll be looking out for that. We'll be looking for your future menus as well. And hey, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, Christopher Labelle from the thank Kirby you. House. Go check that out. And um, you and I have a date. Yes, we got, we're we're doing the Kirby House. Yes, we yeah, are. Before, yeah, uh, maybe next week. We're jumping the, in the pond. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not fishing you out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next week or the week after. Let's yeah. get together. Yeah, we'll and, do our own polar plunge. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> polar plunge into the into the zone. Hey, uh, don't go anywhere. Stick with us. We've got uh, Alec and Lindsay from the Grow Restaurant. Um, it's been a wonderful addition to our community. And uh, we're excited. They'll be opening soon. They just did a big event over at Fen Valley. Last night, was Last it? night, yeah. 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 So we're going to find they're probably, look at it, they're so tired. They're, they're like, yeah. oh, my no, gosh. She's excited. Oh, God. Uh, but they'll be on next. Stick with us. This is Gregory. And Jules. Sunday <laughs> fun day. <laughs> a 92.7 The Band. Hey, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday. Shut up and let me go. <laughs> I, lo- I love that song, don't you? It is a good it's one. It's one of my favorites. I'm here with Julie Zeman. My, good morning. My wonderful co-host from the Star of Saga Talk. 
you're becoming a regular on the show. I hope so. Brett Allen was texting me. He said we sound great. We uh, are great. You, We're a great team. You, I get a lot of messages when you're on the air with me. Aww, so you, it's all positive messages. You bring me a little bit of, yeah, you bring me some some, some of the crowd. I'm your hype and, girl. Said, yeah. <laughs> you're my wing girl. That's right. Um, Whatever uh, you want me to be. Uh, Ruth Crow is one of our wonderful artists in the area. A lot of people might know her. She's a local artist. Um, she's a painter. She does she does different uh, mediums, um, but she'll be having an opening celebration at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts on the tenth, and uh, uh, here in February on the tenth, five thirty to seven thirty will be an open house celebration featuring small bites from the Mindy Trafman that we were talking oh, about, yeah. the very famous uh, chef, a uh, local chef, um, and uh, and uh, uh, you'll gather there together in the gallery. You'll toast. The debut of the Journal Project is what they're calling it. It's a visual, visually stunning and emotionally poignant display of Ruth Crow's personal yet relatable stories encapsulating grief, regret, love, homophobia, self-acceptance, forgiveness, and hindsight. It's a lot of things. It's kind of heavy. It is heavy. I hope there's drinks, too. I hope there's drinks as well. Um, uh, Speaking of drinks, um, and uh, one of the favorite things I like to have is, uh, have you ever had um, a lavender lemonade? I have not, but that sounds delicious. I've never heard of it until I've gone to the Grow restaurant. And let's get that disco ball down. We'll talk a little bit about that. Because we've got Alec and Lindsay here from... The Grow Restaurant. Awesome. Welcome. Here downtown Sagatuck. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks you guys, for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys are located um, across the street from Coughlin Park here on Culver Street and uh, and uh, and uh, have been there for quite a few years now. Um, is, has it been five years or... We're actually going into our eighth season, which oh, we're wow. super grateful for. Wow. You know, time flies, huh? It is crazy. I remember when that was called Monroe's Diner, mm-hmm. and Heather Barton owned it, and uh, she would make me ribs, and uh, I loved her ribs. And um, and you guys came in, and I thought, it, a lot of us thought in town, you know, it, she was a staple for 24 years. They're like, oh, I don't know if they could do it, you know. And, and they did. And look at eight years later, and you're still here. Um, uh, 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 the food's amazing, by the way. Well, thank uh, you. You guys do a great job there. Um, what made you What made you guys decide to come to this area and open a restaurant? Why are you here? Um, well, you know, <laughs> why are you here? It's a long, a long question, actually. So, um, you know, we had a um, catering company in Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, we actually we worked out of a late night bar there. Um, so we worked during the day. The bar had the space at night, and we catered um, mostly lunch, healthy lunch fare to businesses downtown. Oh. And we were looking for a brick and mortar, but at uh-huh. the same time, we had some friends that were starting up at Virtue Cider in Fenville. Uh-huh. And we would go on these little kind of vacations to go out and see them, see what they were doing over there. And we just completely fell in love with the lakeshore. Um, and we weren't sure, was it going to be Fenville, Douglas, Saugatuck? But um, we decided that Chicago was not the right space for us. We were going to temporarily shut down our catering company, make the move up here. We did a little winter rental um, just to kind of test it out and then see what happened. And 
when we saw that Monroe's was for sale, we thought we just loved the space. We right. loved the fact that it was across from Coughlin Park. Everything kind of seemed to come together, and here we are. What, now, what, where did you get your winter rental from? Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> what do you should ask? Yes. Um, go ahead, Alec. What from, company? From uh, Mill Pond. I don't know oh, Mill Pond Realty. Oh, they happen to be a sponsor. Um, <laughs> And they, and they are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and so so it, you stumbled across. Did, did you go into Monroe's and eat? You met Heather. Is that how that happened? Or um, I mean, we we hadn't met her at first, but we had been in there a few times. And you know, like you said, the food there was great. We, right. We loved the space. We loved where it was at. And it just it just seemed like the right fit. You know, when you know, you know. Yeah. You know, and we right. and we, you know, contacted them and got to meet them and all worked. The out. food was great. It really was, but it was really a basic American fare, and no, I'm not discounting, right? But you guys really brought a different game. Um, um, you guys brought food that had, uh, you know, it was interesting uh, texture. Your the, the fl- your flavors, you know, y- you brought food that you know. I know I've had several meals at your place, and I'm like. I don't know if I'm going to like this, and I really love it. Well, um, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so, glad to hear you're, tr- you're trusting us. But, but I mean, you know, you, you just have a different spin on the flavor. What would you call it? Is it Mediterranean? Is it? Um, I mean, I think maybe the best word would be eclectic. And I think one of the things that we do that um, is a little bit unique is that we try to be veg forward. We're, you know, we're definitely not a vegetarian spot. We've got lots of good pork carnitas, all kinds of things for omnivores. But we always try to to get as much vegetable items in as possible so okay. that it's not meat at the center of the plate. It's more um, right. balanced. And, right. I, and I think that, you know, we like to play around with different, like you said, different unique flavors. Um, I like to be creative where I can, you know, and, and sometimes things don't work, but that's part of the fun too, you know, and when you get something that works, then you can um, you share it with everybody. So That's great that you have the options where you have different things for different people. I've, I've got this one friend, I won't mention her name, but she can't have gluten. She can't have dairy. She can't have this. She can't have that. Every time we go to a restaurant, you know, she's like, what can I eat here? But she loves going to your restaurant because she has options. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, you bring up a good point because that is one thing that's really important to us is that we want our guests to feel like we're on their side, that we're taking care of them, and that, you know, whatever their dietary restrictions might be, that we're here to help solve their problems and still hopefully bring them a delicious meal, even if we have to omit certain things for them. So Uh uh you guys are hands-on owners. You're not the kind of restaurant owners. Like I have some friends who bought um, a, a restaurant bar on the east side of the state where my 35-year class reunion was, right? And it was one of the football guys' stars from our class, oh, you know, nice. that bought this. Well, it's 2018. They bought it in 2018. Now they're ready to sell it, you know, because oh, yeah. he bought it with intentions. His wife told me that he bought it with intentions to have it be self-run. They oh. wanted someone to run it for them. They didn't want to be there. Well, you it wasn't long be before she closed her business and was doing events because they have a beautiful event place there that holds like 500 people in a chandelier's in the back of the bar. And um, and uh, and and but you guys, you're, you're not that kind of owner. You're hands on. You're in that kitchen all the time. That very true. You're yes. Cooking. If, if we're open, I'm on the line. Yeah, so. you're on the line. And then, and then, Alec, you're out front. You're doing front of the house, right? That's right. Lindsay's the talent. I just talk a lot. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I run the front door and kind of manage the front of the house, curate the wine list. And then, like you said, Lindsay's on the line all the time. And, 
you know, we unlock the doors in the morning and, and lock them up at the end of the shift. Um, and that's the way we like it. We like to keep our hands on everything. Um, Lindsay likes to touch every plate of food that comes out of that kitchen. Mm -hmm. I like to talk to every guest that comes in the door. Um, so we're, we're fortunate to be able to do that. And, uh, and like you said, you know, people, people, everyone knows restaurants. Everyone goes out to eat. So when they think of, of businesses they, they might want to open, so a lot of times restaurant comes to mind, but it is, it is a lot of work. Oh, sure. Is, and it's, it's got to be something that you love doing, um, certainly. If, right. And, and we do. And right. So we're, we're lucky to do what we love. Yeah, sure. when I'm driving around, I, I drive, every time I drive by that corner, I see you running out there from <laughs> table to table um, nonstop. You guys both have amazing energy. Um, and uh, that's probably because you're so young. It's all the vegetables. It's, it must be the vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you guys also, um, uh, you do private events too. Is that correct? You just did a great event last night at the Fen Valley, um, uh, a, a tasting. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did last night? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Fen Valley, a few times a year, does uh, their winemakers dinners. And in February, they do what they call their ultimate winemakers dinner. So it's five courses with wine pairings uh -huh. um and they uh we've been fortunate enough to do a few of these over the years um and last night uh we did five courses and they come to us and they say hey we want you to do the food lindsay can you come up with five course menu for us so it starts with the food so lindsay takes time gives them a few different menu options kind of curates what makes sense and what what pairs together and then they do the wine pairings after that so they pair the wines with the food and it's just a great event and last night they did they started the evening in the barrel room where all the wines are made yep um so we did some appetizers hors d'oeuvres for them down there uh they tasted some things that aren't even ready to be put in a bottle yet so it's it's a it's an interesting experience for oh. for their guests that come in and then they come upstairs and we did five courses with with five wine pairings um it's about a three-hour event wow. um and they have a great space over there, great staff. We bring some of our staff as well, um, but we work together with their staff. Um, and they're just, they're, they're wonderful people. And we're, we're so lucky to be able to partner up with them. Yeah, I saw your picture on Facebook. You're like, the band's back together. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so it probably felt good to see everybody and kind of get your wheels started back up again. It was. It was great. And we're, you know, closed for the season, but mm -hmm. we have a, a handful of our employees that like to come back for these kind of one-off events and so we let them know a couple months ahead of time say can we mm -hmm. put you on the calendar for this and uh they come and show up it's great to see familiar faces from 2022 and uh know how we work know how we operate and what we're what we're looking for and so they jump right in even though it's a new space for them um and different food that they haven't worked with before they're all all pros and yeah. uh, it was it was a great night yeah it was, it was a really great night um you guys i know you're you do um close down for a few months during the winter but you still do private events for example and and other things too for example i saw um, during New Year's Eve, you did this taco bar thing, which was uh, we talked about it on the show, which I thought was really cool. You go there and you get the whole setup for the whole family. It was like enough for like 12 or more people. And uh, so you do the uh, and it was all tacos, right? Yeah, so exactly. you can come and get your taco bar and you're done. Party oh, starts. That's fun. Yeah, that's get, a great idea. Grab a bottle of tequila. That's all you need. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we did that on, on New Year's Day. That uh -huh. was kind of a fun thing we tried. Um, but our private events, we, our room holds 30 people. And so that's like right in the wheelhouse for things like we do a lot of rehearsal dinners, small oh, weddings, yeah. corporate events. So um, any, anything like that. And we do private events all year. So we're only open to the public for half the year, right. from May through October. Uh -huh. uh, but then the whole, whole year round, we have that space available 
for uh, guests to, to rent out the space. Oh. Um, Lindsay's put together uh, a few menus um, that are wonderful. Yeah, we've got two um, elevated dinner options that people can choose from. One is sort of your more uh, spins on your more traditional fare. Um, we call it our American eclectic. You've got things like polenta pot pie, sour cherry barbecue pork. Um, and then we also have a Mediterranean-inspired dinner that features um, all different types of hummuses, spreads, meats, cheeses, um, like a spinach, chicken. Um, and then we also, though, do a lot of daytime um, private events, too. Sometimes we've found that wedding rehearsals, they yep. need to be during the day. So we have an elevated um, brunch menu for private events as well as if somebody wants something that's kind of more casual we do the same taco bar that we did catering wise on new year's day we have that available for private events as well oh, very very we good all this all the spreads yeah, i don't know if you've know like this last year i noticed a lot of wedding rehearsals have been during the day yes it's uh something i wasn't used to like we did it was evenings always like five o'clock was wedding rehearsals wedding rehearsals and some of the new places in town they all they do them all during the day so they need somewhere to yeah, go it's, have it's a fairly non-traditional Traditional, yeah, yeah. weddings kind of now. Right, yeah. right. Um, it is changing a lot. And the way people order flowers is changing um, as well. Um, uh, but, uh, we, I mean, it's always been a great place to do weddings, but it just seems like lately we're becoming like wedding central here in Saugatuck. I agree. With these new event venues, we had the Ivy House when they opened up last year um, on the show. And that's a beautiful venue. Gene uh, and I did flowers for a wedding there yesterday. Nice. And um, they're booked. They're booked all winter. They're booked all season right now. I couldn't remember how many she how many bookings she had. She had like two, three hundred. Oh yeah, she had three hundred yeah. well, bookings Well, we even already. get bookings for the Star Sagatuck. Like right, people getting married on the boat or doing rehearsal right. dinners and things. Yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, it's it's become a hot spot for that. Would be a perfect place for a rehearsal dinner. Yeah, or a corporate event. You know, like uh, luncheons and things. Yeah. Like that. Um, now you guys are, of course, you're on the web. Like everybody. And that's growfood.com. Grow-food. Grow-food.com. You got it. I've got, they've got a very simple, easy-to-navigate website. Um, you also have a Facebook page, um, Grow, um, as well, where we can follow along with you. Um, you two do – you also do an internship program at the restaurant, which I think is pretty smart. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So – uh, this is something that we started, that we're going to be doing our fourth year of the internship, and we started it because, like everybody has mentioned, staffing can be difficult, especially in a seasonal town, especially for a restaurant that's not open year-round, uh -huh. and we really brainstormed, you know, how can we find staff and make it, you know, a good fit for them, a good fit for us, and we tried out this internship program where students can come in. And they learn every aspect of the restaurant. So they come in and they work as um, line cooks, prep cooks, hosts, floor managers, bartenders, servers. Dishwasher? Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> we we, usually, we, yes. usually, we yes. usually have them do at least one dishwashing shift so that they know, know what's up. And we do this because these are people who are um, typically in a hospitality management or general business program. Um, and I think that the best managers are people that have done all, all the things. Oh, sure. Um, and then the cool part about it, though, is so they are – it, the whole thing is paid, but four days, for four times a week, they are doing the actual jobs of the restaurant. And then one day a week, we actually set aside and we all meet together. Um, there's anywhere from four to six people in the group, and we do a lecture. 
Um, we do homework assignments that relate to real-time events that me and Alec have to decide in the restaurant. Um, we have assigned reading. And so we'll come together and do a discussion. And then the fun part is we go around town and we do a food and bev excursion. Um, and all that is paid as well. And I always say that it is really rejuvenating to me because, as we all know, we can get maybe close to burned out in the season. And every meet, week when I meet with them, I feel like it reminds me of why I am in hospitality. Like, they bring a lot of joy to me. So it's it's been good both ways. What a great thing. It um, is and a cool thing, I Yeah, agree. so you're making it a learning experience for people. And they get college credit for this, too? Um, yes, they do. Uh, we have um, some relationships with, you know, Grand Valley State, um, Hope College. We've had students uh, from all over the country, actually. We had somebody from Penn State's hospitality program last year. Um, and they have to make sure that it's approved by their advisor, but we haven't had any issues so far, and they'll get college credit as well. Huh. So, And we try to focus each week on a different subject. So the first half of the internship is very restaurant-specific. So the focus might be learning how to design a menu or learning how to do food costs. The second half is a little bit more general business-focused. So there is a week on marketing, a week on finance, where we actually open up our books and we teach them how to, how to read a profit and loss statement. Um, there's a week on recruiting where they learn all about everything HR and training. Um, and each week there's an administrative task that they learn, so they might learn how to do the schedule, they might learn how to do payroll, um, something very managerial focused. Uh -huh. And at the end, they all help throw the staff appreciation party, so they get to put all their things that they learned throughout the year into practice, and they run that themselves. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you make them put on a party for <laughs> your staff. Yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's a neat idea. Okay, now it's time for hot topics. Okay. Okay, uh, Wendy Williams, hot topics. Right. right? Um, uh, so last year, mm -hmm. you decided to go gratuity free. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, because we all know that's a hot topic in the restaurant industry. <laughs> Very true. Uh, yeah, last year... Um, we made that change uh, for a number of different reasons, and the, I'll don't want to bury the lead here, but uh -huh. we, we will never go back. We, it was perfect for us. And uh -huh. We had so many successes with it. But and you kept your employees. We did. I noticed that yeah. because I, I, you know, when I drive by, I say, "Oh, it's the same kids," and you know, you you, you still have the same people, so they didn't leave. Yeah. So they um, must you must be doing something right with that. So kind of the yeah the the idea behind it is so logistically. We raise prices, mm -hmm. you know, about the equivalent of a standard gratuity. So that's, that's right there built into the prices. And then we're, we pay everyone a high hourly wage. Right. Um, so that's kind of the, the first – we have like a, a three-point mission statement. But the first one is to make sure that everyone has a living wage that they can count on. They aren't reliant on weather. They aren't reliant on, you know, seasonality or, you know, which guests are serving. They have this money that they can count on, an hourly mm -hmm. wage. And because we are – providing that hourly wage and raising the prices a little bit, we're able to spread that money out across the back and the front of the house. So the second part of our mission statement is to make sure that the front of the house, so all our servers and bartenders, and then the back of the house, all the people that work alongside Lindsay in the kitchen, that they're making equitable wages. So for a long time in the restaurant industry, one of the things that was broken in the restaurant industry is that those were not equitable. Those well, were, sure. Though there was a, a big divide between what the kitchen staff made and then oh, what yeah. the front of the house made. So I remember washing dishes when I was a kid, uh, worked at Piper's and Flat Rock, and I would be washing dishes, and I'd see these waiters walk out with hundreds of dollars yeah. in their pocket. And I'm like, 
if it wasn't for me. <laughs> right. And, and so I worked my way up to a, a waiter in time. But you're right. There is a big difference in wages when it comes to prep cooks and dishwashers and bus people versus the wait. The waiters make the money. Um, and so have you – you haven't seen any problems with it. Have you ever seen anybody that's like kind of like, here, take that, honey. Uh, you know, trying to tip anyway. For sure. Because it, it'd be hard for me. I, we're all used to it. It's such a part of our culture. And so I'm I'm used to like, well, I, I want to leave a tip. I don't want to, you know, it feels uncomfortable for some people because it's new. The yeah. whole idea is new. And I see it's catching on. I see there's other restaurants that do this now. Um, they, they are certainly around. We didn't invent the idea by any means. You know, it was just something that we felt we could do. And to speak to your question of, you know, slipping the little extra cash. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that we just want to communicate with our guests that we are not trying to double dip in any way. Right. Like I've been to restaurants that do the gratuity free thing and they use, they would use language like, you know, we're, we don't expect a tip, but it's always appreciated. Right. What are we doing here? Right. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So our, I, we, and we have long talks about this. This is part of our training program right out of the beginning to make sure that people, we have buy-in. Because if we don't have buy-in from our staff and they're not able to talk about that, it doesn't gonna wor- it's not going to work. Sure. Um, and so it's just as long as the guest just needs to understand and be like, no, we raised our prices. Like this is part of the, like we are gratuity free. We're we're making a good hourly wage. You know, you do not have to tip us. We we don't encourage tipping because we want the cost to the guest to be the exact same. That's that's the whole idea. We want when the guests come in, if they didn't know it wasn't gratuity free, whatever that they see on their credit card at the end of the bill is going to be the same because we've raised prices about the about the amount of a gratuity. So it's just how we distribute that money and then how the whole thought process. We talk about demonetizing hospitality. So eliminating that money aspect from, like, why are we in hospitality? We're in hospitality because we want to take care of the guests, not this, like, exchange of money for goods. I'm just here to make a bunch of money and get the heck out. Yeah, and it's just kind yeah. of it, – it, it, it pollutes it a little bit. Yeah. It pollutes uh, why, sure. why, we, why we do the hospitality thing. And right. so with this, we're able to eliminate that money aspect. And then we can work as a team as well. You know, there's there's never any element of, that's not my guest. Right. You know, that's, or that's, that's, not, that's my not my job. job. Exactly. Or, yeah. You, you got it. So all that goes away when, when people are making kind of a similar, similar wage across the board. Right, right. But people can leave money if they want to, right? Or do you yeah. tell them to take it back? Um, you know, we do... Like I said, the language that we use is that we, we don't encourage taking right, because sure, we want the cost to be the same to the guests. So that conversation is had with everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's to a point. Yeah, know? And sure. we say, you yeah. know, that's really not necessary. And if they're insistent, we just are very mm-hmm. grateful for, for their additional. As long but, as they understand yeah, what's good. I, right. I want to help out. Um, so if anybody's listening and they're eating at the Grow Restaurant and you want to send them a tip, just send it to me. That's um, right. You know, care of Gregory Muncy here at Sagatuck on Sunday. <laughs> I have to pay for a new transmission, so I need any penny I can get. Um, <laughs> di- diverting gratuities. Yeah, to right. There you go. Um, but that, but I, I think that's kind of a neat idea. It's very interesting to watch it happen. We haven't seen that in West Michigan, and like I said, it's a hot topic. I've seen I've seen you go back and forth, and other folks go back and forth on on social media about it. And, of course, you know, you're very polite like you are. You don't get into the Facebook arguments, but you do see some people that get a little hot about it. It was, yeah, um, it was a and hot so topic. We, we all have different opinions about it. Um, what were 
your first jobs in the restaurant business when you first got into all of this? What did you do first? You were in Chicago, you mentioned, um, and you had catering, but... True. But my, my very first job was actually when I was 15. I yeah. worked at a, an Italian chain, and I rolled silverware. So I would just come in five days a week, two hours a day, just roll silverware. They'd put me on a little milk crate in the pantry room, and I would get to hear all the gossip. It, it just right. it totally hooked me on industry life. I thought, man, I cannot wait till I'm older and I right. can be a part of this scene. Right. So right. it was have you, cool. Have you ever seen the movie Wait? Yes, I have. It was, I it. It, was it was not unlike that. Yeah, yeah right. that, that, that time. Right. It's yeah. exaggerated truth, but, but there's but, a lot of truth there. Well, it's funny because we like to laugh about the the the, the odd or bad experiences, but you've you've got to say that's not ten, that's not even ten percent. Yeah, you guys most of the time. You have great customers. You have great people. They're grateful. They're willing to wait an extra minute um, if they need to, because we really get busy in this little town. Um, but it's funny how we like to we like to talk about that ten percent all the time, right? And, right. And For sure. Because because they can be hilarious when people lose their patience. Oh yes. And what, what was your first uh, in the restaurant business? So Lindsay's been at it since she was fifteen. I started when I was eighteen, and I worked the third shift at Steak and Shake. Oh, really? So oh, I, that had to have been so fun. So I worked from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So he worked with that 10% of crazy <laughs> people. <laughs> with all the drunk people wanting burgers yes. and shakes. Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it, was, it was a learning experience. But yeah, again, I, I was, you know, hooked, hooked on the business, and that was, it was like a summer job in college, and I was like, all right, I'm uh-huh. doing this, and I haven't looked back or 25 years. Uh, uh, yeah, wow. Grow Restaurant, you're located on Culver Street. You'll be open regular to the public in May. Correct. And we'll we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll talk about that on the show as soon as you guys uh, as soon as you guys get open. And uh, we'll be looking for your events. You do private events. Uh, you looking to have a private event, a small private event, 30 people. Um, give them a call. Uh, they've got the doors open for you, even if it is off-season. Um, and what's your phone number? Uh, 269-857-1242. The best way to get a hold of us, though, since we're not open, is is through uh, email or on our website at grow-food.com. And you can uh, email us at info at grow-food.com. That's grow-food.com. And you can email info at grow-food.com. You got it, Gregory. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Julie. Thank you, Gregory. <laughs> for being my co-host today. We had a lot of fun. We did. We ate a lot. Yes. We drank a lot. Yes. And we still have cake. Woohoo! So um, uh, so happy birthday to me. Throughout happy the whole birthday week. to I'll you. Be no, all it's his long. birthday happy week. Birthday. Again, again, all I want for birthday is a new tranny. Yes. So that's what, that's what I'm working on, getting a new transmission. And Dave Eiley, if you're listening, get to work. Um, uh, 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 Thank you, CJ, and uh, thank you to our producer. Um, I like our new music lineup. Yes. So uh, we'll be having different music and different Uh, things. That is fun. You know, with new sponsors come new money. Yes, there you go. CJ, I might be able to uh, pay you something. Um, (laughs) Here, have a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see you next week. Next week, we got Patty Beery uh, is coming back. She's back from uh, uh, her shopping and Good. getting ready for the season. So Fun. talked to her the other day. She said, when am I coming back on? I said, well, you, you can come back on next week. So we'll have her on and 
a bunch of guests from the area. You want to stay tuned. Go to our Facebook page at Saga Tuck on Sunday. And thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah, happy fun day Sunday. Sunday fun day. Thank you for listening. Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 927thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saga Tuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.